Hey, Alex. Hi, Steve. This feels very surreal to be having this podcast with you. Last time we talked, we were playing a drinking game because I was so sad that I had been eliminated in the semifinals. Well, then, don't you remember? Then you got, like, mad at me, too, because you said um, you didn't text me when I lost the game. And I said, well, you haven't lost it yet because the point things come out Wednesday. And you were like, remember? I had forgotten it, so you bring it up, but now I do. Anyway, what happened? <laughs> well, I just thought you were being a douche of a brother, but you were actually, you kind of get to take <laughs> some moral high ground here because stat corrections came out, and my man, Darius Leonard, with uh, extra three tackles, pushed me over the top. I won by a point and a half, but they stat corrected the stat corrections, and they took they gave Carly another half point, so that margin of error wound up being less than a point. Okay, that's a close one. Yeah, so stat correction happened. Carly thought she was going to the championship until Christmas Eve, at which point she found out that uh, fantasy football can be cruel. Yeah, it's a, it's a fickle beast. I mean, really stop and think about the trajectory that she was on. Like, we one of the bits we ended the podcast on last week was I was talking about how the shows I listen to say you don't win your league at the draft, but she kind of won the league at the draft because she was going to the championship with basically the team she drafted. And we didn't know it was going to happen, but Bobby would have been a formidable matchup. Then she gets bounced into the consolation game on a stat correction. She plays Lucas. So she's down, but then she plays Lucas, and Alvin Kamara's on her team. And do you remember how Alvin Kamara did on Christmas? Yeah, he got like six touchdowns. Like six touchdowns! Six touchdowns, mm. 180 yards. And 180 yards! Blake, don't quote me on that. <laughs> but that's not a direct quote. He gave me 57 points. He gives 57 points! Mm-hmm. He did do that. I can't... Actually, I lived that life. I was in. I had him in a in my in a my other big money league. So you're living the life. So she's kind of had a high, a low, a kind of decent pick me up. And somehow, despite this 57 point performance out of Alvin Kamara, she for the second week in a row loses a game with the second highest score in the league. Ouch. Let me just add that Elvin Kamara had his best game of the season the week after I missed the championship game. He did that to a lot of people. It was horrible. Yes, he did. Yeah. Made me really sad. I was like, I'm okay. I was just like disappointed, but also like, wow, that was amazing. Like disappointing, like how I would be disappointed in you in a bad report card grade, disappointed like you needed to go drinking or you might start cutting on yourself. D, all the above. Oh. Oh. <laughs> well, don't. There's there's hope for that. Don't do that. No, I know. I don't do that. Oh, good. Speaking of that, though, ever since I got eliminated in the playoffs, I've been number one every week. The point scored? Yeah. You were not number one. Yeah, it was. You were not. Uh-huh. I am finding Wait. this highly unlikely. Oh, never mind. They had your team highlighted. Don't listen to me. Shh. 
I was three. You have had good weeks since you got eliminated, but yeah, just uh... your picture is also a bluish hue. And for some reason, when I clicked on scoreboard, that was at the top, and I was like, "Oh wow, I did pretty good." <laughs> well, it is fair. You did have the second. I guess uh, I, I apologize. Carly was the third highest score. You were the second highest score last week. So yeah, cool. Miles Gaskin. Mm-hmm. Oh, and Jeff Wilson. My word. We got to the playoffs one week too late. They got uh, to the dance one week too late for you. That they did. That they did. But yeah, just real quick, just to check in on Carly. I uh, and we'll talk about you a little bit down the road. But just, I, I just, she's had a fantasy football career in one season with all those ups and downs. She has, yes. I've missed this level of insight when we were having more than two people on the show. Well, yeah, I think this is why you bought a guest. I was distracted. I was clicking on a thing. Awesome. I think I need yeah. to bring the drinking game back. Yeah, okay. I mean, maybe. I don't you know. She had a good, she had a great year. I mean, especially for her first year being in the league. It stinks to go out that way your first year, though. She's got a chip on her shoulder going into next year now, yeah. Well, and she's gonna she'll likely have a good keeper, assuming she's gonna keep Kyler, maybe DeAndre Hopkins. So she sets up well down the road. Oh, absolutely. Got a couple good keepers. See how she does at the draft next year. Yeah. <laughs> so kudos to Lucas for taking home third place. Nice to get your money back. Yep. How much does he get? Like 20? Yep. 20 gets his entry fee back. That's good. It's good. Breaking even. Yeah. And then uh, championship game last night. Bobby went into this championship game down 48 points with only Stefan Diggs to go. And going into that game, like through the first 15 weeks of the season by our scoring, his best week was 26 points. So he would have had to add 22 points to his best score of the year to win the championship. And after his third touchdown to start the fourth quarter, he had 40 points. Are you talking about just Stefan Diggs? Yeah. Talk about Bobby Stefan Diggs. Yep. You got to give me something to work with. Well, no, because I think I even texted you like at the end of the first quarter and Stefan Diggs was getting like completely shut out. And I yeah. texted you. Uh, I was like, hey, you're doing good. But uh, I guess I don't want to say that because like Stefan Diggs probably gonna do something. And then uh, I looked a little later and he had like 40 something points. So I had to assume you'd probably start sweating there in the fourth quarter. Oh, I was sweating because it was three consecutive drives. They went no touchdown, touchdown, punt, touchdown, all to Diggs. It was just. And he got in on a 45-yard slant. He got in on, like, three guys tackled him at the two, and they they decided to stop tackling mid-tackle. And then he strolls on into the end zone and just, I think he was wide open in the end zone for the third one. It was just, it was agony. Mm -hmm. The saving grace was they pulled the starters at that point when next time they went on the field, except for Cole Beasley, who then got hurt. So all that to say... The new 2020 champion is uh, yours truly. Mm-hmm. One in the game after a big up and down week of just like games throughout the entire week. Starting out with Tom Brady doing too well and having to get benched at halftime. 
going yeah. over the Cole Bleasley, killing it. A long week during Christmas. So, congratulations. You stuck with it. Stuck to your guns. You proved to everybody that Chub Cup can't be stopped. <laughs> Ironic since they had two of my worst games in my last starting lineup, but every point mattered and it got us over the hump. Yep. So before we, uh, we're going to do kind of a, a, not a traditional show. We're going to do the rankings and we'll check in on a couple of things, but there won't necessarily be a 10 for 10. Um, but I did want to check in. How did the team of record do? And I'm going to pause. Do you know the answer to that before looking at your phone? I do. Okay. I know you lost James Robinson. Yep. You lost in the championship, didn't you? Yep. Did you have a player who was injured in your starting lineup? Yep. Was it James Robinson? Yes. On a positive note, I lost by so many points it didn't matter. Even if I switched somebody in, I still would have lost. Who beat you? Uh, Lucas did. Guy had, uh, first of all, he had Stefan Diggs. Oh, Jesus. So that decimated me. And then I think he had Tom Brady, too. So, like, just those two things just kind of, like, shut me out. Uh, yeah, he, he beat me 150 to 102. So, yeah, he had Stefan Diggs got him 41 points. He had Jonathan Taylor get him 19 points. Uh, his QBs got him. He had Hertz and Wilson. Had pretty solid. No, he didn't have Tom Brady. He had Hertz and Wilson. Jones got him 11 points. Yeah, he just killed it. Stefan Diggs basically won him the game, though. With 41. Because in that league, QBs aren't as crazy as they are in our league. So, 41 points is nuts. But, you know, made it to the final game. That's what matters. Yeah. No. Like, no. your team was golden. You you were golden, Pony Boy. All you had to do was roster management during the year. And think of all the free agents you could have gotten. But you were like, no. I wanna, I wanna play jacks instead. What are you looking at? I'm looking at my bench to see if I could have done anything. I couldn't have. I'm saying though, did you make transactions during the year? Did you pick up free agents? Yeah, I did. I don't remember. I told you about that one guy that kept dropping good players after one bad week, and I kept stealing them. Oh, I, I don't remember you telling me about that. Okay, so yeah, you were. Like, I got I got Devonte Parker and. Uh, DJ Moore off waivers. Okay. Yeah. So, stuff is, like that. Uh, is Lucas's brother Clay in this league? Garrett. No, that's not the one I'm referencing. Clay wasn't in this league. Okay. All right. Um,. Well, I'm glad to know that you were playing the. You were paying attention. Just I was a little concerned because I would ask you how you did, and you would have to look it up on a Wednesday, Tuesday night. I did it though. I, I knew. I knew the. I knew the answer this time. So you did. Yep. Did you pay attention to this this league pretty regularly? Yeah. Well, this is the main one. I always. I never. I didn't start anybody that was like out or anything like that. So, and then I always try to look up the free agencies. 
Like if you compare it to any of my other leagues to this one, the amount of like transactions I made were nothing. So I know I only made like what twenty seven in this one, but like still that was way more than what I did in the other leagues. Okay, so are you saying you did you were pretty active in this league or no? Yes, I am active in this league. I pay okay. attention and try in this league. But sometimes I feel like that's why I lose because I'm like I focus on things and I make bad decisions. But in the other leagues, I'm like, meh, and then I don't make my bad decisions. Okay. If that's that makes sense. In this league, of the fifteen games for you that mattered, how many results did you know by Tuesday morning? How many times did you know if you'd won or lost? By Tuesday morning? Yeah. Are you talking about by, by today? Yeah. Um, I knew pretty much all of them. I knew Sunday. It was like if Cole, if Stefan Diggs even has like an okay game, I'll lose. And okay, so you were paying attention. A little bit, because it was the finals and it was against Lucas, so we talked about it. And then this game, the one with Cam I didn't pay attention to really. Because, again, I didn't even know I was playing Cam again. I don't even know why we're playing each other again. No, no, no. Sorry. Um, in our league, the one we were doing the podcast about. Oh, was I paying attention to this game? No, I was not paying attention at all. I'm going to finish, and then you can answer. Okay, my bad. So, this is week 16. So, this week, you're right, did not matter for you. And week 15, I guess, didn't really matter for you unless you're valuing fifth versus six, which I wouldn't. I don't know if you were. But the point is, weeks one through 14 definitely mattered, all of them. Yes. Going by t- Monday night of those 14 weeks, did you always know if you were going to win or lose? Or were there some days you forgot to look? Oh, no. There were a lot of times going into Monday where I didn't look on purpose because I knew it was so close. And I would look at some point on Tuesday, sometimes in the morning, just... sometimes in the afternoon. But you would look if like you knew if you need to make a move for Monday night, right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. That's okay. when I made like the defensive moves and stuff against Matt. So I was like, well, I wasn't going to drop the defense, but then it turned out I had a little bit of points ahead. Because if I was already losing, I wasn't going to drop Pittsburgh defense. Switch it out. Sure. But I wasn't losing yet, so I went for it. Okay. Yeah, Yeah, no, I pay attention. All right, so let's, uh, let's hop into the rankings here. What do you think? Number 10, Derek. I'm going to reset the table real quick, just kind of, because there was a change from last week. You know, um, our podcast has yet to go live from last week, but we did it. We have gone wire to wire. We did a show every week. We have the rankings every week, and we have seen it to completion. We have. We did it. So when you and I talked last week, um, one change has been made from that. Um, Cam was two and Bobby was three, but with the stat corrections, that somehow moved Bobby to two and Cam to three. Oh, okay. Cool. Yeah, I know. So, as we went into this week, the rankings were one, Carly. Carly, who lost the semifinal game. Two, Bobby. Bobby lost the championship game. Three, Camden play. Four, Lucas won the consolation game. Five, Steve. Steve won the championship. Then six, Matt. Seven, Jason. Eight, Alex. Nine, Kelly. Ten, Derek. So... Having said that, Alex, who's number 10? Derek. Derek stays 10, was 10. I have been, Derek has been updating me on his fantasy NBA draft through the last week and a half, and 
I don't know much about the NBA, but I feel confident he has a good team. So I think all the bad luck he suffered through, he is going to do very well in that league. And he's a two-time champion there. Good. Sounds like he likes the NBA, so. He he is a big fan of the NBA and the golf. Oh, nice. And the That's drinking of wine. I've never asked where he played fantasy golf. I know he just likes to go play golf golf. I was wondering if there was fantasy golf. I'm sure there's fantasy Probably. everything. Yeah. Mm, okay. I was looking at his team. I didn't realize that he had actually dropped Joe Burrow. Well, I guess I, the only reason that would matter is to possibly have him as a keeper next year, but I think you're locked in with DK Metcalf. I don't think, yeah, I don't think he's ever even considering keeping him as a keeper, so. Nine. That is going to be Kelly. Was nine, stays nine. Kelly, um, everything that went right the last two years came due this year, and Kelly falls from, or stays, is at nine? Yeah. Next year, um, we talked about it last week, but since that podcast is still kind of a bit of a hidden gem, are you keeping Michael Thomas or Justin Jefferson? Justin Jefferson. I haven't really seen a lot of good luck with players, especially wide receivers that have a year like they just did and then just come back and do well. So, Say that part again. I, 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 I very rarely see wide receivers have a year like they just did and character issues and then come back the next year and do fine. Justin Jefferson has character issues? No, uh, the other one. that I said. No, we're talking about Kelly. You said uh, Saints wide receiver. Yeah, Michael Thomas. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was weird. Like, I don't know what's not, going on not, with that guy. Not to mention, like, going anywhere else. Drew Brees has a tendency to focus on certain people sometimes. Happened to Jimmy Graham, too. He was a stud. He went everywhere else, and he never did the same thing. I don't know. I just wouldn't trust Michael Thomas. Do you think he's staying in New Orleans? Um, I think because it would be so much to trade him because of his salary cap hit, I think he stays. Otherwise, yeah, I could see how that might not be it. Might not happen. Mm. All right. All right, eight. Jay. No. Me? Was eight, stays eight. Oh, man. Killing me. Well, your guy was your quarterback was killing me last night with J. Dot Allen. Yeah, he's, he's bombs all over the place. He's a stud. They they killed the Patriots pretty handedly. So, are you are you, so you pot committed at this point? Keeping J. Dot Allen? I don't know. I have to look at him and Barkley over the year. See what happens. You know. Oh, so that's still in consideration so. for you. Yeah, it's just running backs lately have just been hitting, like, first injury they get and they're just done. And it's just this giant thing that's been going on with them lately, so I don't know. I don't blame you for that, but I just, yeah, this there's not a right or wrong. I've just, you have lamented to me year after year that you can't snag a good quarterback, and you had two this year. I know, but then I didn't have anything else, really. Are you surprised to know that Watson finished higher in the, this year than J. Dot Allen? 
Yes. Because while J. Allen had like a little like a three week span where he went against like really good defenses, and that shot him down a little bit. So it doesn't necessarily surprise me. However, the times I did start Deshaun Watson, he usually did worse than J. Allen. Yeah, who I forget. I'm sorry. When uh, we played in the playoffs, you played Deshaun Watson, but did he have a better game than uh, J. Allen? I think they were about the same this week. No, the week you played me in the finals or the first round. Oh, uh, I think it was about like, yeah, I think it was about the same again. It was about a I don't push. think it, it wouldn't have mattered. Okay. Hey! All right. So I'm always super excited to talk about J. Allen and Deshaun Watson. So I just know the chance to do that it makes my heart so happy. But yeah, I uh, I was surprised to see that he was actually a little bit higher ranked. But yeah, I think that uh, you couldn't go wrong. So. I can see how with a potential superstar like Barkley that you'd want to keep him. But, yeah, just like I said, the other part of that is you have just wanted a top-tier quarterback for so long, and you finally have two guys to pick from. It's gonna. I know it'll be hard. And Saquon. It's going to be a nice problem to have, though. I know. I'm looking forward to it. It's a lot better than last year. I was like, none of these people matter. So. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, Mike Evans did have him a nice little second uh, last part of the year. When it didn't matter, the last two games he killed it. I, uh, you know, but I'm out of the playoffs now. So, like, what, I think yesterday he got, like, 40 points or something? It was pretty insane. He, like, had seven catches of over 15 yards. I forget what his final number was, but it was a uh... – it was pretty spectacular. Yeah, I'm glad that. 37.1. Yep. I mean, that's what he always does to me, though. When I don't play him, he goes ham. So he's, he's, just, he's just the next Julio Jones for me. But I don't know. Alex, I just love the fact that you had the second most points in the league, and you didn't even, you, you sat an injured player. I did. This week, yeah. Just impressive. Yeah, I didn't. Uh, Jarvis Landry, uh, Miles Gaskin didn't even play, and he had like thirty something points. He was on my uh, IR. Yeah. Yep. So, a friend has come to play with us. Hello, friend. Hello. How are you, Lucas? I'm uh, apparently still a little hungover from all the craziness after that last week. Sorry about sorry about the late join. Week? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we, uh, we're up to eight in the ranking, so it's been, uh, well, I don't want to spoil it for you because, you know, we've got a perfect streak going on so far. But uh, we Are just we started talking out about how uh, Carly has had a fantasy football career condensed into one season with such a high and then a crashing low with her stat correction loss, the six-touchdown performance by Kamar to give her hope, and then just winds up losing with the last week she lost with the second highest score this week she lost with the third highest score if you count Alex if not the second highest score what a what a just odd end considering how we ended last week's podcast talking about how historically you don't win championships at the draft but she looked like she was about to do it yeah how, how many times I, I'd like to know how many times the third place matchup outscores the championship game. That's a good question you ask. Because 
because either of us would have won the championship had we actually made it there. Yeah. Not not to take away from your glory, but yes. I I have no problem saying this was not my best team, but we're not on me right now. But we'll say, but you guys had a hell of a fist fight. Um, it was really weird. I, you probably saw this, but on ESPN, like during your match after she was done Sunday and you had a player to go and the lead, your percentage chance of winning was only ninety seven percent. That was that was interesting. T- tell me how a defensive bat can get negative points. I, I was trying this- to figure it out in my head too. So <laughs> I don't know, but that uh, that uh, it was pretty interesting. But ultimately, it uh, he didn't have the greatest game in the world for you, but he basically, yeah, just needs to not have negative points, and you were set. Oh sure, um, I, I, you know, you, you still you try to think. Okay, wh- he fumbles the ball. Okay, well, he's got to get the ball first. So either he forced a fumble and recovered it, or he picked off the pass. So. That would wipe each other out. I I don't know. I I don't know. I don't understand ESPN sometimes. Yeah, he literally would have had to be like a gimmick quarterback play coming in on offense and throw a pick. Yeah, but <laughs> none of that happened. So you you have second. You got third place. So congratulations. Yeah, thank you. No, it was uh, pretty pretty crazy after the the start on Thursday night. That's for sure. Oh man, yes. What a what a good or terrible way to spend Christmas, depending on who you are. <laughs> yeah, I'd pretty much given up hope at that point. Um, but, uh, yeah, once once Murray and Hopkins had a kind of an average to slightly less than average outing, I thought maybe there was a chance. But, uh, no, I mean, she was, she was up projected by 20 at some point, And, I don't know, by those, the end of those 4 o'clock games, I knew that Adams had to get me at least – 32 to 35 points for me to have a chance. So what do you know? And he smoked that number. I just, I told you this happened to me in my big money league. I had Kamara and lost Carly had Kamara and lost. I really would love to know the percentage of people that had Alvin Kamara starting and lost. Were we just like two of the 1% or was this really just such a, so many high scores that uh, it happened a few times. Right. Um, you know, it was one of those weeks that um, you could absorb that sort of scoring from an individual, right? With Adams, um, Diggs, right? You, you said you're going to name your heart attack Stefan Diggs. Yeah. Um, it, right. You know, Bobby needed 50 points and he damn near got it. Um, it was it was incredible. So there's there's a lot of players that did really well this week. Absolutely. All right, so have you catch up to us? So last I did let Alex know, and I'll let you know because you like to track these and you do these historically. Um, the stat corrections oddly did make one change in the rankings, but it was moved Cam up to th- or moved Bobby to two, dropped Cam to three. So that was a change off of the matchup with myself and Carly. Okay, but everything else is is as it was last June new. So who was ten? Um, Derek. Well, I, yep. I mean, how? Do, oh, wait, is they they didn't even play. So how 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 do you do the bottom bottom half of the rankings this week? This is new. Um, the six teams that had nothing to play with, um, they were going to be ranked based on the body of work from the first fifteen weeks of the season. Okay. So I'll say Derek at ten. Yep. Correct. Nine. 
Kelly. Yep. Eight. Um, the answer may surprise you. I'll say it. Alex? <laughs> three for three. So that's where you came into the show. Was just talking about the idea that uh, Alex has the fun problem of figuring out which quarterback to keep or if he's going to uh, trust Saquon. A lot of good choices in there. Can't go wrong with any of them. Uh, you cannot. Well, you can. I picked Saquon first, and I said you can't make, can't go wrong with that mistake this last year, and turns out it'll be, it'll be a mistake. <laughs> All right, seven. I have a question before we go to seven. Is yeah. this the only bit that we're doing? Is we're just going to go through the power jankings? Um, we got a little bit of stuff we're doing after, but it's a little more freestyle than uh, the structure of norm. Okay. So, do you have something you'd like to bring to the table? I can wait until after. Okay, why don't we get through the top 10, and then uh, we'll hand off to uh, if you've got a one-for-one one for us. I do. Dig it. All right, seven. It's dumb. I sent you an attachment. Seven. Um, Wait, you sent me an attachment? Yeah, it's in the chat. Oh, okay. Um, Sorry, seven, guys. Seven. It's going to be... Jay. So this is based on the body of work throughout the season? Um, no. For the four, the six teams that were not in game matchups that mattered this week, their body of work was weeks one through 15. So this week did not affect them one way or the other as far as how they were ranked. Uh, I'll go Jason. You are both correct. Yeah. Was seven, stay seven. So it's a... Uh... I see that smirk on your face. Oh, I'm just, sorry. Uh, I'll get to the one part. It's tough. You're, you're ranked seventh, but you finished 10th in the, uh, the ranking. So you're going to have, he's going to get his team named by me when he, uh, he was not by any measure the worst team in the league this year. Yeah, you know, I, I thought of that a little bit today, um, you know, because ESPN has their own way of ranking people at the end of the season, including having that third game in the bottom four um, and, and kind of having an average of all three games to rank seven through ten. Yeah, um, and I started thinking if maybe that was a more fair way of of doing that. Right. Because everybody can have a bad one week. Yeah. Um. And so I was just, I don't know, I was tossing that around, right? Um, you know, so I had, to, I had to adjust the actual final standing, which I could uh, for historical purposes, but wondering if that might be a better way to handle 7 through 10. The average score for the last three weeks of the year? Um, however they do it. I, okay. I'd have to look into how they do it, but there's three matchups for 7 through 10. So you have your first and the winners play each other, and the losers play each other, and then there's a third matchup that I never pay attention to because we've already determined our 7 through 10 at that point. Yeah, it's, it's basically a ladder. That's why you always, have to, you always have to do the manual adjustment to change the matchup. So 7 plays 8, 9 plays 10, and then the winners play each other, and then the winners keep playing each other. So, Yeah. So, at any rate, um, but yeah. yeah, it's Jason was your preseason number 10. 
feel pretty good about that. Oh, hey, yeah, spot check me here. Derek finished 10. Where did I rank him initially? Four. <laughs> Kelly finished nine. Where'd I have her? Two. I don't think anybody can blame me for that one. Yeah. Alex was eight. Where did I have him? Eight. Hey, all right. Spot on. <laughs> really? And then Jason was Jason seven. Was, well, he was preseason number he was preseason number ten. Yep. All right. And ESPN had him right. All right. Is he gonna you think he's gonna keep Aaron Rodgers? Wow. Um oh, it's certainly know. a possibility. I don't know though. Who else just, would it be? Uh he can't keep Aaron Jones. It could be Juju, Brandon Ayuk, Amari Cooper, David Johnson, Terry McLaurin, Wayne Gallman. Oh, then he probably will. Yeah. Wow, that's a... Uh, who? That's not a good choice to have. No. But, I mean, a number of us pretty much set our first-round draft picks on fire this year and still kind of were able to make a run. So I believe in him. He uh, Three titles in 15 years. He finds a way sometimes. Yep. All right. Six. Matt. I will also say Matt. Was six, stays six. Where did we have him in the preseason? Uh, nine. Oh, Matthew. Okay. Well, I think unlike unlike Jay, I really uh, I like his options. I, I don't love his options, but I think having I think Calvin Ridley, I think is hands down going to be the guy. At least what we've seen so far, and that. Uh, I think Julio is now officially either moving on or going into the Robin role in that Batman-Robin dynamic, so I think that'll be a good keeper for next year. Thoughts, Alex? I was distracted on something else, uh-huh. um, which I'm going to bring up after this. Okay. Um, but I think, I don't know. I don't know what Matt's going to do next year. I have no idea what he's going to do, but, you know. Good commentary you, as always. <laughs> <laughs> if if you take out his two Pittsburgh wide receivers, all of his the rest of his positional players are top ten. So uh, I don't know. It just must have been bad matchups for him. I, we've talked about this before, but yeah, you know he never got higher than six in your rankings. Um, but he's got a roster chock full of top 10 talent. I was surprised to see Ben finish ninth. But yeah, I agreed. So I think that's just bad matches. We talked about four losses by 15 points or less. Kenny Galladay out most of the season. And uh, Claypool is one of those guys I think, actually no, didn't finish bad. So he had four studs, but uh, just wasn't quite enough. Because I do think that uh, we were pretty top-heavy this year. I think there was definitely a clear uh, line of demarcation from the top to kind of me and Jason in the middle, and then kind of the back end of the uh, back of the uh, back five. So anyway, five. I, I, oh, I got sorry, distracted. Go 
I got distracted. I'm really sorry. You asked me at the worst time. Josh Allen is actually QB number two. For some reason, yeah, if for some reason, if you go to all the players in the league and you sort it by points, he's number two, and he's the only one out of spot in the entire thing. That's why I was getting distracted. I was trying to figure it out. Literally, like, if you sort by points. If you go by points scored, he's second, even though his overall rank is six. Yeah, but then if you, yeah, it says six on mine. And then if you go down to literally, if you sort by points, the point rank goes one, six, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen. So I don't know why it's like that. So Josh Adams, QB2. And he didn't miss a game. Nope. No, I see what you're saying. Yeah, that's, that's really weird. It just must be an error on their on their site. Yeah, he's he's yeah. number two. Yeah, so, just so Josh Allen was QB two. So I I was I was trying to figure that out while you were talking about Matt. Okay. Yep. All right. So where's Watson then? He is five. Technically, so that yeah. was right. Okay. Well, no, he's technically well, six because Josh Allen's technically in front of it. Okay. So two quarterbacks, two and six on the year. Pretty good run. Yeah, I'm happy with it. All right, five. Steve? Yeah, I'm going to cheat a little here and remember what you said last week and about how you were an island. You're way ahead of six and way below four, so I'm going to say Steve. Our league champion was five, stays five. So, <laughs> so it, it, uh, it is really a lament that I haven't seen the rankings through um, wire to wire before this year because it would. I don't think this is the first time this has happened. There have been a couple of champs that uh, lucked in, and I, I include myself in that group. Um, but yeah, um, and I would say to you, the island is. I, I will say that I am closer to four than I was, but I don't think even if we were a 17-week season, I wouldn't see enough for me to get up to four next week unless the team in front of me totally cratered. Um, yeah, fun ride just real quick. Uh, one in the first round with the second lowest score, one in the second round on a stat correction, and then uh, had to white-knuckle through that Stefan Diggs nonsense where he was 14 points higher than a second-highest score on the year. So, all right. But really, as you pointed out, Lucas, the, the joy in my heart at this moment is getting to spend the next few months thinking what I'm going to name Jason's team because the league name is already set for next year. <laughs> are you hmm. going to give us a little uh, precursor of that or are we going to have to wait? Breaking news. Subject, subject to change, but at this point, the 2021 season is going to be, the league name is going to be the Steve Janky Invitational. Hmm. well done and i look alex i get that i am not as funny as you so i can't hit pay dirt this is all this is the self-grandizing i want to do so this is all i enjoy it yeah yeah and if anybody has a problem with it they need to just knock you off your perch that's right and somebody will um last time i won the championship i didn't make the playoffs the next year so that has happened to the last Seven of the last three champ. Uh, Kelly didn't make the no. Kelly didn't make the playoffs since she won the year before, and Jason didn't make the playoffs following his championship. So it's not unprecedented. Is this championship number two for you? Championship number two. Nice. Welcome to the club. <laughs> Thanks. 
So, uh, yeah, just real quick, just to kind of stay on the theme of everybody else, I, uh, I think the last few years I've described my team as solid but not spectacular, and I feel the same way about my keeper. I don't feel like I'm in the same tough spot as Jason, but I'm clearly not in your spot, Lucas, or your spot, Alex, of really having a stud to lean into. At this point, forced to make a decision, I would tell you that I think my keeper next year is going to be Jonathan Taylor or the guy I just picked up Friday, Clyde Edwards-Alaire. I was going to ask you about that. Um, what was the point of picking him up? I, the only reason I would think is to franchise him. And I'm not sure why you would franchise him over some of your other studs in the in the stable there. Um, I, I would probably pick Taylor or even Robinson over him at this point. Well, that's the thing. If something happens with like Le'Veon Bell or something, he becomes a prime back somewhere. Maybe. Yeah, even then, he didn't really have prime back numbers, right? Now, granted, he was a rookie, and he could just explode next year for sure. Mm -hmm. Um, But he was just, I don't know, week one, he had 22. Week six, he had 21. Week 11, he had 20. And that was about it. You... You're right. I probably don't think I'm going to franchise him, but I do want to see what he does in the playoffs. And basically, because of Robinson's injury in Week 17, I got to stick him in an IR. So it was just kind of a lottery ticket. Either I don't use no harm done if I don't if I don't franchise him. So I feel middle of the road about my pick, and I will just I'm going to spoiler alert for anybody who wants to pay attention when we do the draft next year. If you are in front of me, um, grab your wide receiver in round one because he's not coming back to you in round two because I I am done playing the Russian roulette with running backs and not winning and going away from my wide receiver heavy strategy. So peek behind the curtain for next year. Unless, Lucas, you don't franchise Patrick Mahomes and I'll grab him in the first round. <laughs> if I don't franchise Patrick Mahomes, uh, well, use your imagination. <laughs> I saw... Um, I'm sure they've gone made more than one round because I'm I'm terrible at internet as Alex tells me, but they uh, I'll see it from time to time on Twitter. Um, what's a phrase that uh, you would put up on your status to let people know that you had been kidnapped? And then when you said that, I'm thinking for you that'd be like I'm not franchising Patrick Mahomes this year. We know yeah. to send the police looking for you. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. And and now it's recorded for posterity for all time. <laughs> All right, four. Uh, that's me. Yeah, it's Lucas. Absolutely. You don't go wire to wire two weeks in a row, Lucas. Um, you were not four. What, Cam? Oh. Oh, yeah, Cam wasn't updating his lineup. Cam. Well, but he said he's not taking that into effect, so if he's going his body of work... I don't know. He was top three for a long time, but I'll go Cam. Correct. Uh, was was three, dropped a spot to four. Well, that's too bad because, you know, that probably breaks the longest streak of uh, consecutive rankings at one spot. Um, with me moving from four, but still. Um, oh, Steve's been five forever. And I've been eight forever. I moved up yeah. to seven one time, but then he brought me back down after I won. 
So, so tell me, how was, how was the meaningless matchup between you and Cam? We didn't really talk about that much last week. I think I won again. So, you know. Oh, right. No, we did talk about that because that was, you were counting that against your streak. Yeah, I was like, I wonder if that goes against my streak. Steve said sure, but it doesn't feel like it. Like, I feel like it should count, but, you know, what are you going to do? Do you not think that Cam put in his best lineup? I don't think he messed with it. So, yeah, it doesn't look like he was really gonna have anything to move around anyway. Um, so, yeah. So, how'd you do this week in the one that didn't count? Did you beat him again? One again. Yep. A lot of players had their best games again. So, nice. Yup. Just See, one of those I, years. I think that should count as two. He had his best lineup in there. You just beat him again. I agree. That should, that should be added to it. We'll see if Steve does it in this little after report thing. <laughs> um, sorry, guys. Uh, back in the saddle. Uh, Cam checks in this week, down a spot from three to four. Same question. Um, he can't keep Tyree Kill. It feels like it feels like he's in an Alex type position. It's going to be quarter. He doesn't have the Barkley, but he's in a l- position of luxury with two solid quarterbacks. So I'm going to guess that it's. Herbert or Dak is his keeper next year. Any reason to lean a different way? I don't know if you keep Herbert. Um, he's, that seems like one of those like reach franchise picks, right? Like if you really want him, you could probably draft him in the first round. Like I don't see anybody drafting him in the first round, right? Um, Dak is interesting. Uh, that's very intriguing. That one too. You got better watch his, his injury status in the off season, um, but but might be able to to grab him as well. Other than that, it's it's Jacobs, right? Yeah. So I don't know. Yeah, this isn't. I'm counterpointing you. I think I'm thinking it my process through. I think you're right. If I was, this was my team and I had to make the pick, I think it is Dak Prescott. I'm with you. Um, what gives me the moment of pause is he did what he did as a rookie, and we know if your name's not Baker Mayfield, you typically get a lot better in your second year. So that's that's the moment of pause. And then I think what I'd also be curious about is who the head coach is because I don't think Anthony Lynn is there next year. So if they kind of have a good offensive mind, that might give me the moment to think about it too. But I know. I think I'm still talking a long way to say that I think Dak Prescott's the guy. I mean, we saw the difference between what they looked like with him and without. Oh, absolutely. Um, it's just, that was a gruesome injury. Oh, yeah. Um, and and so it's just, keep an eye on how he recovers in the offseason and, and how he looks and stuff. Um, other than that, you know, if if you're the flip side with with Herbert is look what happened to Lamar this year too right he had his one sure. outstanding year and just dive bomb um so you know not saying that it would happen with with Herbert they're two differently totally different style quarterbacks but that would be my concern there and the talent I think is pretty pretty straightforward I'd rather have the Amari Cooper, Michael Gallup, C.D. Lamb, Zeke combination than what the skill positions surrounding Herbert. Not that they're bad, but I think they're just much better in Dallas. Would you consider franchising Zeke if uh, Prescott's back and healthy? 
<sighs> uh, short answer, yes. I just... Short answer, yes, but it just seems like when the wheels start to fall off the running backs, they come off quickly. So that is, a, as you know, I do a bit of research before the draft, so that will probably be, clearly that's going to be the main thing after I figure out where I hope I draft, figuring out where I want to draft. Not that I have a say in it, but I like to kind of go into this knowing what my want is so I know if I'm actually happy or not when I draft. All right, three. That's well, then that. Bobby. 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 No, that's got that's got to be me. I don't know, Lucas. Sorry, my bad. <laughs> um. Yes, Lucas. Um, where's four moved up a spot to three? I. Uh, is this your first third place, or have you finished in third before? Uh. <laughs> I would ask you that question. <laughs> I don't think you've got a bronze medal in your trophy case, but I don't have that memorized. No, I, d I don't either. Um, no, it, if I have, it's been a really long time, right? Because you're always like, ooh, you want to win that first round matchup because then it doesn't matter if you win or lose in the second round, you're still going to play for money in the third round, right? Yeah. Um, and I remember it happening a couple of times. It's like, oh, I lost. Dang it. But then I lost again. So, yeah, it, it's probably been a while if it's happened. And Alex, you do have a couple of bronze medals. Oh, yeah, I have a couple of them, you know. I, I have one, and I'm curious if your experience is the same. Actually, I remember feeling fondly that year because you're one of only two teams that ends on a winning note, even though it's not the championship game and you get money. So it's it feels like it's a decent cap to the season. Yeah, if I get money, I'm happy. Even if it's just 20 bucks, I'm content. I mean, I'm not ecstatic. I'd be ecstatic if I won the whole thing. But as long as, you know, I do okay. You know, it makes it feel nice. That's another reason I, I fit the six-place game. It's just like I don't really care if I win that that too much. I know you said you would care a little bit for placing points. But, like, I don't know. Third place it feels nice. Yeah. Yeah. Fifth, sixth, I'm, I'm the same way. You know, if... If I won, if this matchup was a 5-6 matchup and I won like this, it would have been like, yeah, okay, I got fifth. Well, you know, there's there's nothing hinging on that, right? Um, but to win in the way that I won this week, um, to come back from that 58-point Kamara outing, um, yeah, that was, that was really fun. <laughs> Especially against first-time player sister-in-law Carly. Um, we were we were at her house for for Christmas this weekend uh, during the the Saturday games, so the Lions game, but then more importantly the Arizona game, and uh, there's there's a little taunting and and trash talking going on during that game. It was really fun. I wasn't watching when Kyler got hurt. Did it look serious? I didn't even see him get hurt. I just saw him walking to the locker room, and okay. I may have been a brat at that point. Oh, oh man well it, at that point though you were not you were not like you were not favored to win you were probably not in the good position you were because Devonte adams slipped everything around okay so right yep does she seem to enjoy kind of the banter back and forth the trash talk 
Oh, absolutely. And she can dish it with the best of them, so. I don't have a doubt. Like, I just feel like she's just kind of, it reminds me of Patrick Swayze in uh, Roadhouse, just uh, laying in the weeds until somebody decides to strike, and then she will strike back with a fury of fists and boots. Mm-hmm. Oh, I uh, I don't, this is one thing I want to go back with Cam's team about. I want to, we had done some drinking, so I'm excited to get for the podcast to go live from that, because that was fun to do on drinking uh, live, but I did want to revisit the topic. Point. This is the long way of saying I don't remember we went here last week because I had a 12% alcohol drink. If Cam leaves the league next year because he's talked about he was going to walk away if he won the championship this year, which makes me think he's on a pitch count either way, who would you nominate to take his place? Uh, I don't know. I, I would say a 10-year-old just to spite him. <laughs> I we just went through this this year. Like yeah. <laughs> I spent all my mental energy on on that. Yeah, hopefully it's not a hopefully a nice off season and maybe a good draft position will re relight the fire. But uh, you know, I think uh, I want to have somebody in the holster. So makes sense, Luke, because if your brain hasn't gone there. What about you, Alex? I don't know. I don't know. I'd put my buddy up there again. He's really into fantasy football, so he'd stick with it. But I don't know. So yeah. now, you know, up to everybody. So it'd be good to yeah, it was really nice this year. We had you know, we we didn't have a Gordy, so it was pretty competitive. I, I think one of the things I was supposed to be on a 10 for 10 after week 13 I didn't get to is I think only f- four teams in the league had a winning record. Wow. So yeah. there was nobody getting kind of give me wins off of somebody every week. Worst record was five and eight. Nice. All right. Two. Bobby. Bobby. Uh, yeah, Bobby. I got to say, one of the funniest um, things that I, uh, I find my wife to be quite funny, but one of the things she really hit a home run on is I was, you know, I wasn't talking fantasy football Monday through Thursday, obvious reasons. And then obviously, you know, start talking about it again when I realized I was going to be in the championship game. And she's kind of asking me who I'm playing. I'm like, I'm playing Uncle Bobby. We call everybody I play Uncle whoever be as a tribute to uncle Gordy. And I was telling her Saturday, like I have Tom Brady going in this game. She's got these two Detroit lions. And basically if I can hold what the projection says and have a 14 point lead after this, I'll be feeling all right. And she deadpans me and she's like, he's got two lions and he's in the championship game. It's like hot. (laughs) Yeah. I was surprised that they both saw the light of day. I know Bobby talked about some of the changes he would have made, but the one he didn't bring up, I was really surprised he didn't play Kittle over Hawkinson or DeAndre Swift, but I am also much more anti-Lions than most people, and we also know that I, he and I just tend to think about these things differently, neither right or wrong. Just That's why I was surprised, or I guess I wouldn't play Lions. Lions are always great for fantasy points. Certain ones are. They have just such a high 
yard like high yardage offense, but every year after to a point when they can't make the playoffs, they usually stop trying. And you always have to try to keep track when that's going to happen. And that odd uh, that happened so hardcore this week. It was kind of annoying watching the game too because they were like, "Wow, Tom Brady's really a super good player." It's like, no, no, no one is trying, like at all. Like DeAndre Swift looked like he tried a little bit, and then Agnew had that like return. But like, I think they they scored the second touchdown. And I was like, this game's over. Like people are jo- people were like jogging. It looked like so. Yeah, you just gotta keep track of like when if, when the Lions are out of the playoffs. That, and then especially in this situation because they don't they they didn't even have a coach. Yeah, it was it was rough, but they they didn't even have their backup coach. No, no, they didn't. Like it, it the the cards were set up just, and then of course you couldn't anticipate Stafford getting hurt after the first drive. But yeah, the well, interim coach too is that in a normal season, if they didn't give up yet, Stafford probably would have tried to play through it. But he was just like no. No, just left. Not worth it. So like, I'm no, gone. He's been he's been through that before. Um, yeah. But yeah, not to not to have your your interim head coach or your offensive coordinator or your defensive coordinator, like their coaching staff was out. They they were coaching each other. Um. Yeah, it was gonna be that. It was gonna be a, just a blowout from the beginning, and then playing Tom Brady, right? Like you you just knew what was gonna happen in that game. Yeah. Is it, um, it seems like the two obvious contenders for keepers on his team would be Diggs and Henry. Before you commit which way you'd want to go, is there anybody that you would at least put in the conversation for Bobby? No. no. I would keep Derek Henry like so hardcore. It'd be ridiculous. You know what? I, you... I'm there with you until I saw that performance last night from Diggs. Like, and and he's had more than one of those throughout the entire season. So that gives me pause, um, especially the way he ended the past three weeks. And again, you're looking at that for playoffs. He only had two games that he was in single digits for points the entire season. Um, and then 26, 22 and 40 in the, in the playoff run. So, but yeah, I mean, and, I'm only saying that because I want Derrick Henry, man. That guy's just a freaking beast. <laughs> he is. He's nuts. I, I think I'm leaning with you there, Lucas. Um, the What gives me the moment of pause is, look, I just I worry about a running back who doesn't catch the ball, and he's on. He's got 19 catches through 15 games, and that's a bit hypocritical because we know Nick Chubb is my guy, and he doesn't catch the ball. But I'm never in a position where I have to think about drafting first or second overall, and I've kept him. But I've never I didn't have a wide receiver option like Diggs. But I'm also he's had injuries every other year of his career except this year, so I do worry that um, that's a bit of a ticking time time bomb. So. This might be one where I would be dependent on draft position. If I was getting an early pick and I was going to have a good running back, I might want to kind of diversify, but that's a lesson I learned this year that I don't want to commit the mistake of last year and being forced to do something in third round. So I think they're both good options, but I do think that I might let draft order kind of play a role for me. For sure. Hello. All right. 
One. Is it Curry? <laughs> Lucas is agreeing. Uh, yes. Um, the text I sent Carly after the stat correction was that... Uh, or, I may be the league champ, but you are the number one team. So I very much recognize that the best team in the league is not wearing the crown at the end of the year. This was a... Uh, we've talked about it a bit, but my word, what a... What a just a box set of emotions she had to go through this year. Mm-hmm. What a way to lose, too. Yeah, this is... Unfair. Yeah, he. Uh, she was not happy at all. I mean, who, who could be with the stat corrections, right? And of course, being new to the league, not wondering or wondering what that was to begin with, and what was going on with that. She had a lot of questions, and and I kind of gave the heads up too because it was so close at the end. I'm like, look, it's it's happened before. But I was trying to be like, no, just. Don't worry, don't worry, right? You know, like, this hardly ever happens. You know, if there is a stat correction, it's like a tackle here or there, and you need, like, two different things to happen. You know, maybe one happens, but usually nothing happens. And then, what? Your linebacker gets three additional tackles, and hers loses one. Like, three? Are you Like, where did that come from? Um, I've never, ever seen that many... Uh, tackle corrections before. Um, although I admit I don't watch them week at, week after week, but um, but still, yeah, no, it was just it was unfortunate because you know she's in the championship game this week. She wins the whole thing, um, just like me, and and she lost it worse than I did. So, I you and I talked about this briefly, Lucas, but they did they did stat correct the stat corrections. Um, the margin of error dropped half a point because she picked up another half point, so it actually wound up being uh, a point nine four difference. So, oh, interesting. Um, that's yeah, good that's to know for the future. So I I don't know when that happened. I just we saw the stat corrections Thursday, and I never saw my name leave that spot. So I don't know when it was, but they did give Hassan Reddick another half a point. Uh, Kyler or Hopkins, which way would you go? I'm sorry, again, same thing. If you see somebody else you would take as her starter, let me know. But it feels like that was, that's kind of a two-person race for her. Where was Hopkins ranked? Right now, Hopkins is four. It's not a very close four either. Looks like... I'd probably keep her, right? Okay. Yeah, we had this conversation a little bit um, this weekend, and you know, I I told her I'm like, hey, look, you know, it's always my my thought that if your first round pick um, is not your, you know, kind of hands down franchise for the next year, then you picked wrong in the first round, right? Um, but in her case, it's it's not necessarily that she she picked wrong. Um, she she just hit late with Kyler um, Hopkins would be a fine uh, franchise. Uh, but Murray's sitting there at number two. Um, he, he did pretty well all season, obviously. Um, and it's quarterback heavy league. So you can't discount that either. Yeah, absolutely. Um, 
We talked about the top four quarterbacks in the league by stats after week 13 were the top four teams and the three of the top four teams in the Jenkins. Um, and just as we're talking about quarterbacks, I'm going to be curious about this one again next year. Russell Wilson again craters at the end of the year. And not craters as in like, you know, terrible, terrible, but not what he was in the first half of the year. Yeah. I don't know. We'll have to ask Bobby and see if uh, he's off the Russell Wilson train. I just Well, he benched him for the championship game. I think that's your answer right there. Yeah, that's a good answer. But it's it's legit basically half the year. His last seven games, 21, 34, 26, 30, 37, 22, 31. And I don't have the metric, but historically 30 to 32 is kind of where you want to be as a back-end QB1. So quarterbacks 9 and 10 are giving you about that. So, I mean, despite that, he was so spectacular in the first half of the year that he did. He is holding a quarterback 4. Maybe it's 5 with Alex, what you talked about, Josh Allen, but it's still... It's a high number, but I don't want to be on that roller coaster ride. No, not at all. I would not want to be. That's why I don't draft him. I do think one of the things I want to look at this year is kind of, I think we all raised our hand. We've all had a year of being burned by him. I know Jason's been in the group now, Bobby. Like, He's been in the league eight years. Are there eight different stories with this guy? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So that is the power jenkins oh we stopped doing this after mine um where was i in the original power in the power jenkins uh lucas i finished yeah, five so you were start. you were preseason three finished five cam okay. was preseason six finished four i was preseason one finished three so i can't give you crap about a madden curse anymore yes i, ne- I never went lower than four I don't yeah. know. Maybe I just need to complain about my preseason ranking, and then you'll just keep me up high <laughs> the entire season. Um, Bob was preseason seven and finished two, and Carly was preseason five and finished one. All right. So well, I Carly. think we only nailed one exactly, and then uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it is a. Uh... It is weird, though, just uh, the ESPN projections still have me finishing <laughs> uh, fourth, so they, they are also refusing to acknowledge how things ended. Um, they went uh, Carly, Bobby, Cam, me, and where were you? Who's five? Come on, use your brain. Oh, you were five, Lucas. So, all right. So those are the Power Jenkins. Before we freelance some things at the end of the show, Alex, you might have something for us tonight. Oh, yeah. Two th- well, first thing, every Buffalo player, for some reason, is ranked lower than what they actually are. Fun fact. Stephon Diggs is actually wide receiver three, not six. Same with Cole Beasley. He's 18 instead of 21. I don't know why that's happening. Yeah. But anyway. I wonder if yeah. it's because they played last night. Maybe. It's not okay. a, maybe it's not official or something. I don't know. I don't know. It's just Buffalo players, though. Anyways, yeah, like Tampa Bay is fine. I mean, not Tampa Bay, uh, New England. Anyway, yeah. yeah. Um. So anyway, guys, this is the end of the year. Figured we. I brought it up last week. I said we would do an end of the year draft. I sent you all a list. You guys open it up. Where did you send it? It's in the chat and Skype. 
Anyway, while you're looking it up, this is the game sweeping the world. Alex Turner's one for one. You open it up. You don't see anything. Oh, no. You know, I don't see the anything. Chat there. button. Oh, do I have to hit enter? Is that <laughs> what it is? I do yeah. have to hit enter. I had it in the send a message thing. So why don't you guys open that up? So at the end of the year, I think it's important to go over the things that matter to us most this year. So what I went over, I said Alex, I was going to talk about this say last another word Before you say another word, I just have a sense I'm going to be as in love with this thing as the, uh, the questions you did with football teams. We'll see. We'll see. So I, I took the top 30 thing. I, I go in a lot of internet holes where I just <laughs> Google something and then I get lost. Okay, so I took 30 of the things from this year that I just Googled because of something. And I gave them a point value based off of how deep of a hole I went in. And I sent you the list. So what we're going to do is we're going to have an Alex Turner Google draft. And you guys are going to take turns and you guys are going to pick a topic and that's going to be on your team. And I have a point value assigned to each one. Whoever gets the highest points wins. And I'll explain each pick after you pick them, you know, kind of like, you know, like they do in the NFL, when, you know, like they pick this okay. guy. Okay. Yeah, I, I just, I just want to say that the fact that everybody doesn't know the 30 items on this list right now is, is a travesty, but at the same time, they'll hear them all. <laughs> and I think it's better if they just hear them one by one as we pick them. Yes, so so that that's the goal. So here's what we're gonna do. Who gets the we we're gonna do it just like the NFL. Who gets the honors of the first pick? Pick a number one through well, ten. Steve is our champion, so oh, he's he our can champion. So Lucas, no, Lucas gets first pick because you lost. All right, first pick in the Alex Turner Google draft. Oh, they're going through them. There's a lot of topics this year, everybody. I went a lot of Google holes this year. Tends to not going outside. I tried to stay away from important topics such as politics <laughs> but that was not hard as i do not google that kind of thing that often so so the the more points you, you give more points to the item on this list that you took the most time after you googled this item you took the most time going down the rabbit holes yeah it doesn't necessarily correct? have to okay. stay on that item it's just how deep i like I, I saw the thing in my google history and then it just went down yeah, okay. And I kept clicking on new things. Okay. All right. All right. So I get the first one, huh? <laughs> yep. Do you do you have it? Do you have it? Do you have a pick? I will. <laughs> and these are spelled the way you spell them in the Google search, correct? Yes. <laughs> okay. So for instance, choggle choggledy chib cookies is yes, what you search that, for. Choggledy chib cookies. Yes, that is a thing I looked up. <laughs> Okay. Is that is that the first pick? No, it's not. I, I just wanted okay. clarification. All right. My okay. pick, my French, my Patrick Mahomes is going the to first be pick. Pop, it's going to be Pop Tart Ravioli. That is a solid pick, Lucas. Steve, how about you keep going off that list? You cross that off. So this year I was watching a Hot Ones episode and there was a meme where someone said it was the greatest crossover event in history and someone put Pop Tarts in a bowl of ravioli and then i was like wait a minute pop tarts are just breakfast raviolis so i googled it (laughs) 
ended up on a Reddit thread where someone said pop tarts are just fruit raviolis. Fight me. Read through that. That's a good pick, Lucas. That's four points. That's a that's a solid one. That is a solid one. Lucas is ahead with a lot of points that you can get. Five. Okay, nice job, Lucas. That one went deep. I that's the thing. I saw a picture of pop tarts and rally raviolis. Had a realization. Went pretty deep into the internet. Cool. Yep. Also kept going. I then learned about about more types of pop tarts, other types of raviolis. It was an adventure. Steve, you have a pick. Um. Yeah, I'm just stalling for a second because my Microsoft Word is expired, so I'm having to move it over to a Google Doc, and because I want to be able to kind of delete as we go, so that I don't kind of do what happens at the draft and kind of repeat the same things multiple times. Oh, that is, makes sense. Is, is Steve the Minnesota Vikings? Have has the clock run out, and I can make a pick. If if you if I'm in danger, I know the one I want to go to now. So. All right. With the second pick in the draft, Steve, what do you pick? Why do people hate James Corden? Oh, my gosh. Corden. So with the first pick, Steven selects me Googling, why do people hate James Corden? Also, excellent pick. I was watching a Watch Mojo on YouTube, and they said most hated people of 2020. Number seven was James Corden. I was like, this is a weird year for Eden B in the top ten. Why do yeah, people hate James treasure. Corden? Googled it. Everyone kept giving answers like, I just don't like his face. Kept Googling it. People then just kept saying, I don't know, he tries to be funny when he's not. No one had a real answer, but there's a lot of hate for James Corden. In 2018, Americans were trying to get him to go back to England, apparently. So that one actually, I, I went pretty deep on that one. That's a three-pointer, Steve. Good job. You guys are actually picking the ones that went pretty deep. So, good job. Now, is it uh, like the fantasy draft where I will go again, or is it like the NFL draft where Lucas gets to go? We're going to keep always going to be Lucas and me. Uh, just, just every other because, uh, yeah. Okay. Okay. I will. I will take. Right, one second. Um, one second. I need another oh. pen, so don't get too excited here. I want to make sure I don't lose track of the points. Our assistant draft uh, uh, chancellor, and and we're good. Okay. With the third pick in the draft, Lucas selects. What are fake chicken nuggets made of? Okay. Ooh, that I one. Know. Was- all right, fake chicken. Um, sadly, this may be the first bust of the draft. I Googled oh. it and just said, like, cornstarch, got bored. <laughs> oh, one point for Lucas. <laughs> I guess it all depends on what they were actually made out of. Yeah, well, that's something the thing. interesting, yeah, then yeah, I would have kept going. It was not. <laughs> it was not. It was just scientifically gobbledygook and starch. And I was like, okay. I was hoping for something better. It was not. Steve, I know that was not a lot of time in between picks. Do you have the number four pick in the draft? I am torn between two, so I worry I'm going to have regret, but I want to miss on the one that uh, (laughs) makes me smile. Cats, the butthole cut. Yes. 
Solid pick, Lucas. How about you keep going? Steve's team is just making solid moves. Three points for Steve. So anyway, the movie Cats came out. Uh, the VFX artist later, they kept making fun of the movie forever. One of the VFX people that worked on it said that originally all of the characters in the movie had buttholes and they had to take them all out. So then there was a saying to go out to release the butthole cut on the internet. It was kind of a play off of the Snyder cut for DC Comics. Um, someone on the internet did actually make their own kind of butthole cut of the ad, went towards that, went a little bit back towards some of the developer things and just kind of followed it online. That was actually a three-pointer, Steve. That was a good job. Steve, taking the lead six to five. Lucas was leading really strong with the Pop-Tart ravioli, but we'll see if he can come back with fifth pick. All right. Miley Cyrus UFO. Ooh. That is a two-pointer. Lucas is just not making the big picks. Miley Cyrus came out this year and said she had contact with aliens. But that had me curious. That was the headline. Looking into it more, it just turned out to a thing that she took some weird weed and she said she maybe saw a UFO. Doesn't know if it was real or not. So it was just a two-pointer. I went in a couple things, read a little bit more into it. But once I got the real story, it was over. Miley Cyrus may have seen an alien. There you go, 2020. Steve, this may be when you start taking the lead in this draft. Your team may take over. What do we have for the sixth pick? Kid Cuisine. <laughs> <laughs> so I was just sitting at home one day and I was like, do kid cuisines still exist? For people that don't remember, those are little meals for kids that had like three little chicken nuggets and a mac and cheese that had a penguin mascot. And, and the words were all in rainbow. Long story short, they do exist. Found out they have a website, but an old-fashioned website like for kids. And they they had coloring pages. I looked into those and tried to get those ready where you could color a bunch of pictures of the penguin eating kid cuisines. Solid three-pointer, Steve. <clears throat> tried looking for other kids' meals as I kept going that I remember from my youth that I could you not said, find. Kid cuisines. five still points was the top. How many five-pointers are there? There's like three. Okay. There are not many. All right, Lucas, you need to make a comeback here. What are you going to be doing with the seventh pick in the draft? Oh, this could be hit or miss. This could be like a like a Russell Wilson pick here. Um, I'm going to go with TV head guy. Oh, my gosh. Lucas coming up big with the five-pointer. Yes. Nice. So anyway, there are these things on the internet called cryptids. I was talking to this guy at work and he was like, hey, did you hear about that dude that put an old CRTV on his head, wore a jumpsuit and delivered TVs to an entire town in the middle of the night? I was like, what? Anyway, true story. Bunch of people had a bunch of ring footage of this dude that just wore a TV as a head, delivering old TVs, putting it on a porch and leaving it. And he did it to a bunch of houses. That one then connected to other cryptids on the internet, and I just kept going and going and going, and I didn't know what was real or fake anymore. Five points for Lucas. That was a solid yes. pickup. Solid pickup. Steve, Lucas is back in the game. What do you have for the eighth pick in the draft? We are going to play an upside pick versus what speaks to our heart. 
the guy from The Conjuring that's famous, but I don't know his name. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, that could have been a one-pointer, but you know what, Steve? That actually did end up being a two, so it's not the worst pick. I did learn his name, but it turns out that he is famously known for being the guy that no one knows his name, even though he's famous, because he's in so many movies. If you literally Google the phrase that I had, it brings up to a page that's like, who's that guy that no one remembers his name? So I went a so little what, bit farther. And there so actually, what's his name? I forgot. I don't remember his name. Oh I told you, I don't... The guy, the guy from the, yeah, I didn't even, I just typed in TH and it popped up. Patrick Wilson. Look, if you type it in, Patrick Wilson, AKA the guy that, okay, uh, I'm going to be in a million movies that actually, he refuses to be famous. Everyone loves the guy, but his name is sometimes hard to recall. <laughs> Patrick Wilson. Two pointers for Steven. All right, we're down to the last two rounds. I don't want to keep going forever. So we're at oh, pick okay. nine here, Lucas. What do we got? Um, we're going to go Elon Musk's kid's name. Okay. That was actually kind of a weak pick. That's only a two. Because mm. let me tell you, he named his kid. It's not even a real name. And it's actually a shame what they named him. But I did end up Googling what all of the symbols in the name are. And also if it was legal. So you did get a solid two points there, Lucas. Uh, first of all, some of it wasn't legal, and California made him change it. Still a dumb name. Poor kid. Number 10, Stephen. Real quickly, I remember that. I think they made him use, make the change because there was like an, there were symbols like exclamation points. They, 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 they kept the symbol, but they had to change the numbers. So instead of the number 13, it's the Roman symbol XIII. Okay. So it's still dumb. Alex, I'm going to go to one that I speaks to everybody's heart. Gobots. Gobots. Steven, coming up big with the four-pointer. Yes. When Lucas brought Gobots to my attention, I thought it was a cheap knockoff of Transformers that I can't believe I missed. But now, looking more into it, the deeper and deeper I went, not only did I learn that it was just like Transformers, but that GoBots came out before Transformers. Allegedly. So this thing, this multi-million dollar franchise that now has many movies that many consider are not great is a ripoff of GoBots. My world was (laughs) turned upside down. I I read way farther into the lore than I should have. Lucas. No such thing. It's your last pick. Dang it, I was... I was gonna round it out with my my GoBots and have them uh, have them bring me home. Um, we're going with King Cake, baby. Oof. <laughs> King Cake, Lucas, finishing out with a three pointer. I remember I brought this up earlier. It is a terrifying baby that is one of the mascots for the New Orleans Pelicans. That did lead me down a hole to the most terrifying mascots the world has ever seen. Because there are a lot of sports teams out there that have mascots. Uh, if you're ever curious, look up King Cake Baby. It's weird. Uh, 
All right, what is my situation in the last pick? Do I need to swing big? Do I just need a not a one pointer? Where uh, where do I'm I gonna stand? Go, I'm going to go over it at the end. So you just got you got to you got to hope go for the big go for the big numbers, man. No, I want to win it. I think if I'm tracking the math correctly, I just need to not trip here. So I'm going to go for something I think made you had to dig a little bit, but maybe not necessarily a home run. So mm-hmm. I would say, if I had to swing big, I would go with. Sonic the Hedgehog of the Academy Awards, but I'm not. I'm going with two Don Bluth. Two Don Bluth. Here's the thing. If you said you wanted to swing big, Don Bluth was a five. Ho ho! I did not know a lot about Don Bluth. And he has made so many movies that are just dark from when I was younger. And he was in charge of like all of them. And I learned about movies that didn't exist. And they just kept going deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper. That was a big Google haul. All right, everybody. So now we've officially come to year 2020 in review. We have Lucas's team, Pop-Tart Raviolis, What's in Fake Chicken Nuggets, Miley Cyrus seeing a UFO, the TV head guy, Elon Musk kid's name, and King Cake. Yes, 17 points. And we have Steve's fantasy team of why do people hate James Corden, the cat's the butthole cut, kid cuisines, that dude from The Conjuring whose name I don't remember, GoBots and Don Bluth. Steve rounds it out with 20 points, winning 20 to 17. Steven has won the fantasy 2020 draft in review. Congratulations. Hey, you are a worthy adversary, Lucas. Uh, just just for the record, uh, the other ones that we didn't pick were whales, turkeys, <laughs> turkeys that were pardoned by president, Thailand monkeys, Shrek 5, what sports player ate a hot dog on the sidelines, how do you spell the letter W, who was the snowman in Jack Frost, Meese, or it's like cheese, but it's M instead of C-H. No, it's like moose, but like geese, meese. Meese. Ah, multiple moose. Multiple okay. moose. Chogildy Chib Cookies. I really wanted to pick that one. I should have picked that one. Chess. Big Skeleton Home Depot. Witty Cat Names. Kinds of Dirt. Sonic the, Hed- Sonic the Hedgehog Academy Awards. G-Force 2. Chicken Run 2. Neopets and Best Candles 2020. Yep. Yep. Those were some of my deepest holes, but I added a couple ones that were short just for fun. And anyway, thank you for participating. It was a fun time. That was well, great. Two thoughts. Some of my deepest holes may be Jason's name next year. And Alex, <laughs> that was a home run and a half. Well, well done. This, uh, this would have been fun if we were on like a YouTube or something and people could have seen the screen as we were going. But I do understand why we try to kind of have some constriction there for time. I think it's more fun. You're just saying stuff and they're like, that's on the list. So it was good times. 2020 in review. That's everything that happened in the year 2020. What else are we talking about? All right. I have to step away for just one minute to grab my daughter. And um, if you guys talk, it should be just a minute or two and I'll be back. So. So, so tell me, Alex, what, what's the story behind the chocolatey chip cookies? So there was this comic, and it was very poorly drawn of these like half stick people, and a guy goes up to the other dude, and he's like, 
hey, you want a chocolatey chip cookie? And the guy's like, what's a chocolatey chip cookie? He's like, just try it. He eats it, and he's like, the other guy's like, do you like it? And he's like, I don't know what a chocolatey chip cookie would taste like, but this is definitely what this is definitely like a chocolatey chip cookie. I can barely remember the comic, but I was like, how? So I spent probably 15 minutes trying to figure out how to spell chocolatey chip just to find the comic again. <laughs> Very Didn't nice. find it. Ended up finding other comics. And uh, yeah, that was, that was a fun one. I wish I could find the comic again, though. That'd be fun. Spent so, way too so long. What, what are some witty cat names? I don't remember. I don't even know why I looked that up. <laughs> but I looked forever. It went from like witty cat names to dumb cat names to pun cat names. Apparently, I was trying to name a cat at some point. <laughs> Very nice. Yeah. Well, yeah. And then, but. and then how, how many kinds of dirt are there? There's, there was too many. There's too many. That was the that was the, like a one pointer. I think I googled it and I started looking down. I was like, "This is boring," and I stopped. Yeah. <laughs> oh, these these were great. Uh, is there a Shrek Five coming out? What'd you say, Lucas? Sorry. Is there a Shrek Five coming out? Uh, they announced it back in 2016, but there's been no news since. People are clamoring for it. Though, let me tell you, oh, I went pretty deep would- on that. What would Shrek 5 be about? I don't, I don't care as long as Shrek's in it. World peace, maybe? <laughs> oh, man. I'm just trying to see what the other ones are in here. Best the, Candles 20, 2020. See, that one was dumb because I was trying to see if they'd be like fun stuff. I was like, I wonder if like people try to make like fun candles in 2020. No, it was like 100 different lists of people that are obsessed with candles trying to get you to buy $60 candles that smell like lavender. Oh. And it was like, like this this candle has lavender and berries in it. It's my number one candle of 2020. I wanted someone to come out and give me the creative ones, you know. I looked no, for a while on that one, though. I got kind of lost. Com- combining two scents that never have been combined before to, to have some awesome smelling candle or something. Yeah, let me tell you, one you should have picked was the big skeleton at Home Depot. Yeah. So Home Depot started selling that, you know, have you heard? Did you hear about that? Oh, yeah. Yeah, the 30-foot skeleton. Yep. Yeah, that was fun. So I just kept on looking up pictures of people's yards, and people started taking pictures of them all and putting them on the internet. I got lost in that one. People having 30-foot skeletons because Home Depot decided it was a good idea for some reason to stock those. (laughs) All right, Stephen, bring us home. All right, so I think I just want to ask you all that – We've hit the finish line. Uh, surprised. Uh, there was a lot of concern we wouldn't have a regular season, and we did. There was some scheduled dates got moved, but for the most part, everything got played. So how do you feel now that we're at the finish line of the 2020 season and we have gone where to where on our shows as we had hoped? I'm proud of us. We set a goal and we stuck to it. In a year that was probably more difficult than others. So, props to I'm us. If, I'm wondering if that's what made it easier, figuring out a way to do this remotely. Oh yeah, that might help. But I don't know. But also, just I'm surprised the football even went through the entire season, where we'll get all the way through. A lot of stuff had to go right too for it to happen, and it all went right. So, it was yeah. a fun season, fun teams, fun friendships, good times. Yeah. 
I, uh, man, oh man, like, especially you, Lucas, you know, I've always said, like, I was excited. I loved third shift, but I was excited to get off and kind of re re-engage with you guys in some areas I haven't been able to do. And of course, my last day at my old job, February 1, the lockdown is March 13-ish, give or take. So the stars really aligned on that one. But uh, I think that was, to me, that was the biggest deal for why we got this podcast done, because I didn't have to worry about trying to sleep and make all that work. But uh, yeah, everybody showed up. A lot of fun. Um, I know you guys tease me for the amount of work I put into this thing, and I do, but I will say that it, I'm, I'm pretty consistently, I will take about a month or two off now, kind of recharge the battery and uh, pick up something else like uh, this year. Uh, I got a guitar for Christmas, so I'm finally hoping to teach myself that. It'll be fun to kind of de-stress for a while, so looking forward to it. And on that cue, I will go to our recommendations of the week, and we will start with Jack, who... He infested two different households with the COVID, so he has not been around for a while. But we are still going to let him make a recommendation. I didn't get it either time, though, too. Uh, but that story is less fun than my version. Oh, do you want me to make it more dramatic? Please. I was hospitalized. It was real rough. Oh, that's a little over the top. Oh. Come on, find the sweet spot. Your uncle taught you better than this. Um, it was awful. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, it was fine. Okay. Got to play on the PlayStation a lot. What is your recommendation of the week, son? 2011 Pilots came out with a new song called Christmas Christmas Saves the Year. Personally, I think it's pretty good. No, it's not. No, it's not like super emo song. Like most of your music? Yeah, like Dad likes to tease me about yeah. Even though Guns N' Roses and Green Day isn't emo. No, it's not. Anyway, yeah, I think it's a good Christmas song, and I recommend you guys listen to it. I will, Jackson. That's a good suggestion. Thanks. Here, Jackson, you're young. Steve, can you can you hit in the comment section and open the comic I sent and see if Jackson thinks it's funny? I laughed at this for like 20 minutes. <laughs> I was like, this is the funniest thing in the yeah. world. And then I couldn't find it again. And then it turns out it was in an old Facebook messenger, Megan said. <laughs> uh, we are looking right now. While okay. we're loading the blank screen. It's loading. Um, while we're doing that, Alex, what is your... Oh, boy. <laughs> I think it's the drawing that does it. So this, is the, this is a Chuggly Chib Cookie comic. <laughs> oh my goodness. All right. I really don't so understand you... what flavor you said, but it tastes just like. <laughs> Sorry. All right. So I'm toning him down on purpose because we got a little one sleeping. Um, Alex, what is your recommendation? Oh, my gosh. What have I been doing? I have been busy. Oh, I played Phasmophobia. That was fun. I want to try to do that for, like, New Year's. So I, like, tested it. It's, like, this weird game where you're ghost hunters. And, like, it's stupid, but it's fun. So... Like the first 10 minutes, you're just trying to see if there's even a ghost in the house. 
and then you usually end up dying, but it was fun. Lucas, have you heard of that one? No, I have not. We got really big into streaming over like Halloween, but you know, Halloween's over, so it's in early access. Like you streamed it or you watched other people play it? I watched other people play it. So gotcha. All right. Lucas, what is your recommendation? I gosh, I don't have much. Um I heard of a game called Hades that my son is playing that he absolutely loves right now. Uh have not seen it. Uh I don't know what it's about, but I heard it's really good. So <laughs> I'll recommend that based it. on my kid. I recommended that like two months ago on this. That's a game's dope. Oh, did you? That's yeah. a great recommendation, Lucas. There you go. There you go. All right. I recommend that everybody give me all their great ideas for Jason's team name next year. Chuggledy Chib. Chuggledy Chib. Say that. <laughs> pick, pick anything that Alex Googled from 2020. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, I will tell you, um, wire to wire, we bring the last episode home. My guess is similar to last year. We'll probably do two shows before the podcast oh i'm actually or before the season but now i'm thinking we'll probably do a show right after the postseason bash where we can talk about draft order and actually have some kind of merit to talk about so but that's probably going to be i don't know typically march april some sort of kind of figuring out there and then uh, we'll go from there but until then thanks for kind of coming along on the ride guys and uh until we meet again say good night gracie do you think gracie listens to this podcast